Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Oh yeah, here we are. It's the Sports Hour side of Alex Garrett Podcasting tonight. You know, I think I want to make Green Onions my Sports Hour intro. So when you hear this... You know, we're talking sports, because this is just a sports-oriented song, isn't it? And you wouldn't believe it, but watching a baseball game felt very different. uh, Because personally, I get the chance day after day to operate control room operations at Salem Media New York. If you don't know that by now, well, yes I do. Master control operator, production assistant... And a producer there for eight years now. I've I've kind of done a lot. And um, as I'm going through my own work things, like making sure I get up on time for my shifts at 6 in the morning and whatnot, I looked at the players today on that field. And I was thinking to myself, you know, they have a job too. Just like master control operator starting lineup, you've got a starting nine every day in a baseball lineup. And these guys are getting paid to do it. And so a lot of notes and a lot of ideas flowed from me that I want to share with you right now on uh, the Sports Hour part of Alex Garrett Podcasting. For instance... Do you think some of these guys feel entitled to get their spot in the lineup day in, day out, no matter what they perform? Sometimes I feel like they do. Sometimes I wish people would get a bit of a a humbling experience being knocked down in the lineup or even benched for a night, to be very honest with you. Because again, they're getting paid. This is their job to perform. And... If, if we see these guys as working on their office, the diamond as an office space for these guys, that's their office. It's a very cool, it's a very fun, it's a very exciting office. Don't get me wrong. Anybody who plays the game of baseball does it for love. But when you look at the ridiculous contracts, some of, it are do, some of them do it for love and want to monetize on it. And you can't blame them for that. But there's a love of the game. And then there's love of money playing the game. I believe both are separate. I'll get to that in a minute. But to me, these guys are working their butts off every day to stay in that starting line to keep their job. So if you ever think of a... And they're very grateful to have that opportunity. You could just tell by the way they talk in the press conferences, by the way they play. They're very thankful to have that opportunity every day. To put on a baseball uniform and be incredible. And so in my own life, I like to say if someone's in master control, they get the ball for that day. They get the... They get the starting nod. Even if it's a 2-10 shift, you're still a starter in that shift. So work your damnedest... Every day, no matter where you're at, to stay in that starting lineup of whatever business you're in, whatever job you're in. Because look, we get so wrapped up in the fact that it's just a game and we love the game. But if we truly observed the baseball field as an office space for these guys, I think number one, we would freaking respect them. 
We all want respect at work, yet you guys are idiots that throw a baseball at the head of a guy at Yankee Stadium like uh, like a couple weeks ago when the Red Sox were here and you, you, an idiot threw the ball at Verdugo. Dude, no one comes into your workspace and throws anything at you, right? No one comes into your workspace and throws anything at your head like a baseball. So why do fans feel like they can come to a workspace of these players and trash their workspace? A little humor here. Astros, they might have their workspace trashed. I, I kind of agree that they are, their workspace should be trashed with fake trash cans. I'm, I'm a fan of that. That's not harmful. It's funny. It's fun. It's Fake and inflatable, by the way, not an actual baseball. But on the whole, does any do any of the actions that I've seen over the years? People throwing beer on the field. Does anybody go to your job and throw beer at you and your workspace? I didn't think so. I didn't think so. And by the way, I was about this too. I was thinking about this too. A lot of guys, and maybe some gals also, love to go to the ball game, get drunk, and enjoy their time. I believe to enjoy the game fully is to enjoy it soberly, if I'm very honest with you. Now, if they go down a few runs, maybe it's not as enjoyable, whatever, but for me, I enjoy a game through and throughout just watching and paying attention and realizing that these guys are in their workspace. These guys are working their butts off to stay on the field. So what's to stop us from working hard? To stay on our field of play, if you will. And it, it hit me today because I'm going to have to... I'm undergoing a very big week at the radio station. I'm very excited to take on this opportunity, by the way. Eight years later, do a master control. A lot of mornings this week. And I thought, man, I would really like to keep that. And keep being utilized. So, working hard, I could take the lessons that I see from these players in the batting cage, day in and day out. I could see the lessons of the fielders taking fielding practice, even to the point of throwing the ball back and forth to each other in between innings to stay fresh as motivation. That if we get the nod by our employer to do something, we got to do it right to get that next opportunity, to get that next at-bat, if you will. And I also felt that watching some of these guys today, some of them struck out. Some of them grounded out. Some of them, you know, Anthony Rizzo's not going to be on every day for the Yankees. Joey Gallo's not going to be on every day for the Yankees. But they don't beat themselves up for it. They just have to clear their mind for better at-bats tomorrow. So another thing, if you feel like you're beating yourself up over a, a bad day at work, don't. It happens to everyone. The best players could have a golden sombrero and then be the hero the next day. And get paid to do it. And do their job better the next day. Always trying to get it right. 
no matter what at bat. Now, I started to think of this in, in a very deeper way. Like, as I mentioned, monetary pressure is becoming a thing. Why else would these guys sign for big contracts? Why else would Albert Pujols leave St. Louis for a big contract with the Angels? I have to know. Because it wasn't for love of the game or he would have stayed in St. Louis. I truly believe that. But he might have had monetary pressures that he felt needed to be met. So he signed the big contract. You could say he's just greedy and taking it all and should have stayed with St. Louis. But we don't know. We don't know the monetary issues that some of these guys are running into. The fact that some of these guys still sleep in their cars in the minor leagues, that's a thing. We don't know the pressures that these guys go through day to day. Yes, now fans throwing things is a concern for these players. It won't happen a lot. It shouldn't happen at all. But when it does, we must call it out. But with these monetary pressures, is it making teams lose more? Because the more you feel like you have to earn that contract every day, you will strike out. You will ground out in a big situation. You will let it get to your head so much so that your performance will suffer. And of course, the old adage of a fielder letting his play at the plate get to him as at with his glove. So I believe monetary pressure in 2021 especially is a valid issue for these players. That should make them work harder, by the way. That shouldn't make them feel like, oh, I'm earning the big bucks now. I'm in the starting lineup. Let me slack off. No, don't slack off. And I was thinking to myself, kids watching this don't even think of it this way. Maybe adults don't either. Kids watching this think, this is so cool. I love being at the game. I love hearing the crack of the bat, the pop of the mitt. I want to do all that. But when they get into it, they realize they have to work hard. So when you're at a game with your kid, maybe educate them a little bit before they get into the game. They get really invested in the game. Start teaching them young so that they know, yes, guys are doing this from a young age to make the pros and make money at what their craft is. Make money at what their craft is. That's what we all want to do in our lives, right? Well, baseball players are utilizing that office space. Whether it be first base, second base, third base, shortstop, left field, right field, center field, behind the plate, on the mound. All of that is a workspace. And all of that, it can be a training ground for some of the youngsters coming up that have never played in the majors before. But it's a job. And I want fans to respect that it's a job. Because if they respected that, if they didn't see them as just some opponent in a, in a uniform, guys wouldn't be decked with baseballs in their head like Verdugo was. Guys would be more respected. And then when it came to the monetary issue, monetary pressures, I thought of this fact as well. Why did the Yankees of the 50s, the 90s, win? Was it because they were so frustrated with the way they were not making money that they had to swing hard every at-bat? No. 
I believe Yogi, Phil, Mantle, all those guys, at the end of the day, were just having fun with the game. They were enjoying the game. They were winning because they were relaxed. Now, they weren't paid that much compared to now, back in the day. And that might have been better in the sense of, well, these guys are winning rings, not making much money, but they're doing it for the love of the game. That's why they won. That's why they won. So, how do we change the culture of simply not winning? How do we change the culture of feeling pressured uh, for these players? I don't know that answer. Because I'm not in those mindsets. A slump is a slump. And you and I may just think of it as, oh, they're slumping, they're whatever. But I feel like every swing, every pitch, every fielding opportunity is another chance to be in that starting lineup tomorrow. Let me say that again. And this is a thing about life. Every pitch, every hit, every ground out, every fielding play is going towards whether or not you make the lineup the next day. So if you're valued highly at work and you feel like you're not valued highly at work or feel that you're not working a lot of hours that you want to be, then learn from these guys. Don't just watch them in awe of the fact that they can hit a homer 421 feet. Don't be watching them just in awe of what they do. Realize why they do it. Realize that you're watching these guys in their office space, as cool as it is. And they're taking their job seriously. And they will make tomorrow's lineup tomorrow because of that seriousness. They do not slack off on the field anyway. They pay attention every foul ball, even if it's the first pitch of the game. Because every out matters in the field. Every hit matters at the plate. Every walk, every ball, every wild swing, all of that matters. Case in point, this Krisky was sent down after four wild pitches in consecutive times, basically, against the Red Sox a few weeks ago. So you will be sent down if every pitch is off. You will be sent down if every pitch is, is hit for a home run. And I just wanted to be to the point where if these guys are making money, that we actually see guts to sit down a high-paying player when he doesn't run out that ball, when he doesn't take that pitch, when he doesn't earn up to that performance. Sit his butt down. So you might be getting paid, but you know what? You're not cutting it for us right now. We got to put you on the bench. I would love to see that gutsiness and that will to win and that freshness, if you will. A sameness of a lineup, a stagnant lineup, never good. Never good. But a lineup that at least shows progression game in and game out that we can gel as a lineup, that's the same as work. Can't, 
Do you feel like you're gelling with your team right now, or can you do better? Well, if you can feel if you feel like you can do better, take the cues from any athlete who automatically wants to do better, who automatically won't settle for silver. I mean, they had to stay, but Team USA didn't just settle for silver. They they played their ass off in the gold medal game. But athletes never settle. And it's clear when they take millions of dollars contracts that they never settle. But I want to see players never settle for taking a strike three. Never settle for taking, for grounding out. Never settle for an error. But only to make them do better and stay in that everyday lineup. Hunger more. Get in the cage more. Field more if you have to. But these guys, coaches, managers, players are all paid to do a job. And that's just to get it right game in and game out. And if you can't, you will be sent down. If you can't, you will be fired. If you can't, you will not survive wherever you are. A demotion is a demotion. Don't you feel like uh, people are still demoted in current times in different places? Demotion is demotion. Firing is firing. But resilience, that keeps you from being fired. Resilience keeps you from feeling burned out. Resilience keeps you from feeling all kinds of ways that you don't want to feel. I love my workspace. I love being in master control. I love being in the action. And then doing production work. And these guys love what they do on the field. They don't take it for granted. And for those that do, get better at that. Don't just assume you're going to be in the lineup every day because you're making millions of dollars. Like That expectation should be thrown out the window because... If they're not doing well, you take them out of that lineup. That's how I would run my team. But I can't tell you exactly what to do. I can't make you do it. But next time you're at a game, think of it that way. Think of these guys as in their workspace trying to get a win, which is their job. Trying to get better contracts, which is their job. By performing well. And don't throw shit. Heckling is what heckling is. It is whatever. But when you physically throw shit on the field. In their workspace. That's not right. So let's stop doing that. Let's understand their workspace matters too. And then one funny story about this. So we had a remote. We had a remote with Kevin McCullough. And uh, at Bobby Vans. And this moment came up exactly how I was feeling when I was at Yankee Stadium today. And Don Jr. was there and uh, Kim Guilfoyle. It was a big night. But they said, come on up. They were on uh, 44th and Park and I was in downtown Manhattan. But it hit me that day how no matter the distance, we're all playing a part. It's just that some played in the bullpen, which to me is control room while someone's out on a remote. 
but you're solidifying things as if you're coming in from the bullpen. And I felt that when I came right into Bobby Van, Vans, I felt like I was running out of the bullpen in the, to, to, you know, uh, after a big win. But just like Rudy Rudiger points out, every player on these teams have a role, no matter what sport. And they keep that role. They, but they not only keep that role, they work to keep that role. So my question is, are you working to keep yours? Are you working to keep your world going in your workspace like these guys are? Because if you go to a baseball game and see these guys as, as hard as work, hardworking man, by the way, Joe McEwing, love Joe McEwing, love having his sh- Irish shirt, great player, cool dude, wish he was managing the Mets, to be honest with you. But I digress. No matter where they are, bench, starting role, all these guys are working hard to keep the team together. So do your part. Keep your team together. They're counting on you. You may not feel it, but they're counting on you. So, will you envelope yourself even more in the workspace after this, or will you not? Alex at alexgnyc.com Alex at alexgnyc.com Immerse yourselves like these guys who you pay to watch immerse themselves in baseball. And then you too can find success. I feel it. I feel it in my soul when I say that. But for now, I'm Alex Garrett. Thanks again to Paulie's Push, Paul Benito, for joining to discuss this airline beverage flight cart trek from Boston to 9-11's Ground Zero, the World Trade Center Memorial, in honor of the fallen flight attendants. you got to listen back to that. Subscribe if you like what we're talking about. Like the link. Email me, alex at alexgnyc.com. And work hard. Our baseball players that we grew up with that root for work hard every day. That should inspire us. Not make us feel any less or whatnot. But it should inspire us. I'm Alex Garrett. Live from New York City. We'll talk to you soon.